This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up for Tuesday's show. You good? You're moving your mic around an awful lot. People can't tell. I think they can. I think it definitely comes through. You've got the waveform in front of you. Tell me if this registers. You didn't move the microphone. Yeah, but they don't know that, mate. Uh, today on the show, Nick, we wanted to know what you needed for, or what you bought because you needed it for work. Wink. Yes, tax time's coming up. I, I love when people make some questionable yet legal tax claims. Technically legal. Mm, that's my favourite kind of legal. Technically. <laughs> yeah, it's all sort of a... Uh, because you can always try. That's the thing. To claim it. And worst case scenario, you get done for tax fraud. Uh, what else have we got in the potty today? Oh, is it the Pete Evans thing? Yep, he's in oh, it. Oh, man, this wanker's starting a business, isn't he? Yes, he's going to make him. lots of money, unfortunately. Heaps of opportunities for you to get involved if you're interested. Mm. You might not be. Hopefully you're not, because he's a bad person, I would say. In our opinion. Yeah, well, no, I think objectively. <laughs> I think you need to legally say in our opinion. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Can that be Chris? What is his name? Pete Evans. Chris Evans. Chris, I like Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris he, Evans he is plays Captain America, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no, Pete Evans no good. He, and, and, and all he, the Chris's are good. Most most celebrity Chris's are good. Pine, good. Chris Hemsworth, good. Yeah. Chris Angel Mindfreak, great. Oh, even better. <laughs> I've seen the one where he cuts his wrist and he pulls out a coin. Yeah. It's crazy. Or he cuts his hand and pull out his, pull, pulls out a coin. Is his hand? I can't remember what it was. Or he um floats on a oh, on yeah. a see-through platform. Have <laughs> you seen flying? You know how they're like Magicians for a while just they became not really interested in tricks and they just kind of wanted to do like weird feats. Yeah. It's like David Blaine just wanted to live in that like perspex box that hang from a crane. Well, the thing is, everyone else did like Chris Angel did that kind of stuff, but it was all fake. Whereas David Blaine did it for real. Like yeah. he learned how to hold his breath for twenty minutes and like he did all this like. Stuff. Was it twenty minutes? Yeah, yeah. I think oh, he has the world record it. for I it. I don't know if that's true. No, it is because. Uh, oh, okay. Fair enough. I was listening to a podcast about it yesterday, actually. 17 minutes and four seconds. Wow. Yeah. That is really good, hey? He was like training with deep sea free divers and stuff and just spent like a year practicing. So he did it for real. <laughs> I watched a speech and he was like thinking about how he could fake it. Yeah. He's obviously he's a magician, so he does illusions and tricks. And he was thinking about getting something plugged into his thigh that oxygenates his blood with like a machine. So he wouldn't have to breathe, but he'd still get all the oxygen in his body. That, that didn't work. And then there's this gross video of him getting something called a rebreather shoved down his throat. And it's like this machine that gets his, so he could breathe without opening his mouth, like inside his own lungs. Oh my God. And there's like this video of him getting this giant tube with a machine on the end of it shoved down his throat. And it's Ugh. yuck. And he ended up not doing that. He did it for real. Yeah. Good mm. on him. If this, is, this is what it says after Googling. In order to break the world record, Blaine had to hold his breath without fainting. Makes sense. Yeah, I guess if you pass out and die, yeah. you hold you held your breath for eternity. Oh wow! Uh, also on today's show, Nick, your dad came on. Oh yeah, dad was here. Yeah, old mate Gerard, 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 Gerard. Well, Gerard, Gerard Way from uh, My Chemical Romance says it Gerard, and he spells it the same way. So I say Gerard. Gerard is the most common way of saying it. it's French, I'm but, he's, sure. but he says Gerard. That is also apparently semi-common. I've met several Jareds. When I was a young kid, like, no clothes. Like, Dad, you've got a made-up name. Yeah, Jared. Yeah. But now it's, yeah, it's all legit. Yeah, good on him. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, I wasn't calling it out. You call out my dad's name, bro. Okay, Jared. What's your dad's name? Michael? Yeah. Sounds made up. At one point it was. Yeah. Imagine being the first ever Michael. You had no idea how popular that was. Was it the Archangel Michael? I think it's a biblical name originally. That's probably Michael's floating around before that. Gabriel? Though. No, Michael's an Archangel. Who's the uh, Archangel in Supernatural? There, uh, there's a few. The one, one that's basically friends with them. One of them's Michael. Yeah. What's one the, of them's Gabriel. What's the, uh, Cassius. Cassius. Oh, Castiel. Castiel. He's yeah, the regular yeah. angel, though. Yeah. He's not an archangel. He's a good guy, though. Yeah, but Sometimes. not an archangel. 
Ah, no. Tuned chat into chat. Supernatural Chat Room. <laughs> Man, what a, what a podcast this is. This is just like any other podcast between two like young white guys. Mm. Just a couple of... Just awful chats. Chat, <laughs> chat, awful chats about things you kind of like. Yeah, and know nothing about. And then being like, this is good. Yeah, we should make this a show. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. here's the actual show. It's moderately better. Enjoy. Get up with Nick and Hato on hit. Great news for everyone listening. I've got an opportunity for you to invest in an Australian business uh, across the coronavirus pandemic. Obviously, the focus has been keeping it local. Yep. Keeping your cash local. Uh-huh. Uh, chance to do that right now by investing in an up-and-coming, um, I'll say health industry. Sort of a <laughs> an business. up-and-coming ins- health industry. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, the industry's been around for a while, obviously, just health as a yeah. concept. <laughs> I have heard of it before. Um, but in the coming weeks, we're going to see a new business enter the market called Evolve Health Labs. What is that? Don't know. If you Google it, you're not going to find much because there isn't a lot of information online other than what the creator and founder of the business, Pete Evans, has to say on his Instagram. Oh, no. Pete Evans, uh, notorious, in my opinion, uh, dangerous person to have with a voice to the community. He's the guy. He was on uh, My Kitchen Rules as the judge. Uh, He wasn't Manu. Yeah, the guy that wasn't Manu. Uh, He released a, a book saying that you shouldn't breastfeed your babies after yeah. giving them bone broth and then a bunch of dietitians came out and were like hey babies could die because yep. of this and he was like meh yeah he's an anti-vaxxer he also got fined recently about 15 20 grand oh yeah for promoting the biocharger essentially a lava lamp looking thing that said it could cure coronavirus yeah, obviously sit, not true you sit inside it no no you sit next to it and it <laughs> beams you with vitamin D or something and then you don't have coronavirus yeah anyway this is the kind of guy that feels like you know what I'm going to start my own health uh, facility Ugh, and uh, guess where he's opening it up in the most, I guess, typical place you can imagine a person like this running to, Byron Bay. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the only place in the country that would have a man of this caliber. Uh, you, you just know it's going to be a very popular place to go as well. <laughs> you just so know it's going to be so successful. He's going to make so much money out of this. It's very Byron. Uh, uh, they offer a bunch of different things. Um, they are looking to start, obviously, a way of you know making sure that you can stay healthy through perhaps uh, some you know non chemical options, the, the non okay. the non traditional uh, form of medicine. What, what what sort of stuff is he offering? What can you get done at this place? Oh, heaps of stuff, man! You can get cryotherapy. Now, that's not that's like a real thing, isn't that's it? A that's real a real thing. Yeah. There's some science behind that. It's you know it's debated. But it's where you, you get very cold and it's good for your blood or muscles. Uh, good for your muscle. It causes like the blood to rush to your muscle. That's okay. But then it starts to go a bit downhill after that. Mm. Uh, they have cold and conscious breath work. Okay. So I think it's about learning to breathe in the cold. That's, you know, fine. Does that help you though? I don't know. It's probably similar to the cryo thing, isn't it? Get your, lung, get your lungs nice and cold. Frosty lungs, always good for you. They can't afford heating at teams at this place. Mm. Everything is just slightly cold. <laughs> Pointless yep. for CQ. Yeah, like, you're never going to ever use that. Uh, you, he offer he offers also, and this is their big selling point. Okay, transformational practices, mm. just heaps of transformational practices. That sounds uh, good. What is that? Don't know. Okay, and he doesn't go into detail. He just says we offer them. Pra- All right. Okay. And he's relying sure. on a lot of investors because he and he also posts after <laughs> he announced that Evolve Labs is going to be starting up. And he said, "Hey, guess what? Mm. We're going to open our first one up in four weeks." And good news. You can, I'm going to franchise it. You can open one up if you want to. So if you're listening oh. right now, you know, you've got money to burn and you don't think Pete Evans is a bit of a nutbag, mm. you know, you've got the opportunity to open one up like this one in Byron Bay, the home of medicine. <laughs> the home of medicine, Byron Bay, you think? Well, the home of non-traditional medicine. <laughs> like you could find some slightly more... Uh, 
herbal, <laughs> non-traditional medicines in Byron Bay. Yeah. Um, probably sold from the side of a road mm. for a man wearing like a, a shirt with holes in it. Yep. I guarantee that is going to be better for you than anything Pete Evans is putting out. I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. Talking to my dad over the weekend, Hado, uh, just catching up. He had a great idea for the show. Great. He's usually full of good ideas. He uh, often does. He's the unofficial third co-host of the show, but I don't want you to take my word for it, this great idea. Uh, okay. Dad joins us now. Good morning, Dad. Nicholas, good morning. Hado, good morning. How's uh, Central Queensland this morning? Yeah, it's, got, it's fantastic as always. Top notch. Now, uh, Dad, I'd love for you to tell Hado your idea for this game you think we should play. Hado, <laughs> it, it came up on the weekend when we were talking to Nicholas and we were talking about the um, the secret sounds or the hounds, uh, you know, the one you guys do for the dogs. Yeah, you've got to assess the breed of dog just by the bark. Correct. And I said, Nicholas, have you ever thought of one? On cars, because many of us nerds probably can tell what sort of car that is without seeing it. And I said to Nicholas that I can recall when I used to own a Mitsubishi Magna, Mm -hmm. that in the area, you could often hear one coming around the corner or down the road because they had a certain whine to it. And I said, look, that's an idea. Most people would, some people would, would, would know that. Okay. Now, you reckon you're about to identify the car based off of how its engine sounds? Which Oh, look, I think a couple that I've owned, I'd probably fail on most others. All right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that's interesting because I thought, well, look, you know what? I don't, well, we don't know everything. So we thought mm-hmm. we might be speaking <laughs> as to what the people like. What we have for you, Dad, is a bit of, bit of a trial game here. Uh, mm-hmm. The world's first, maybe, uh, attempt at Guess That Engine. So we're going to play with you right now. Let's see if we can do it. <laughs> Dad, now, okay. these are cars that you've uh, you've owned or you've driven in the past. Yes. So this is in your ballpark. Yeah. So you should mm-hmm. be able to get the win here. And how, how's this for some high stakes? If you get three out of three, we will play this game on air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get okay, into let's things. Go. Uh, All right. This is the first engine. What do you reckon Ooh. that engine is? I haven't owned one of those before. That's not true. (laughs) I think you actually have owned one before. Oh, goodness. Wouldn't be my cruise hatch, would it? No, No. it wouldn't be. It was a Holden Commodore. (laughs) Oh, my old sports wagon. Yeah, the old sports wagon. (laughs) The exact sports wagon you owned as well. Look, that's okay. That was a bit of a trial run. All right, let's get to, to engine number two. What do you reckon, Dad? Well, that sounds like my Mitsubishi Magna. Yeah, he's got that one. Well done. <laughs> it is the Magna. All right, now this is for the win, I think. All right, two out of three. If you get this one, we'll play it on it. We'll make we'll make that deal yeah. for you right now, Dad. This okay, is the high right. stakes one. You have to get this engine to win. Are you ready? I'm ready. What's that? Is that my Ford EL Futura wagon? What are you going to lock in, Dad? This is a car you've driven. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you go... this, not necessarily owned. Well, don't help him out. Oh, not owned? Mm, no, I'd be guessing. I've had I've had many non-owned work cars, so sure. I might go a, uh, a Commodore. A Commodore. Interesting. Now, this is for the win. This is for 
you know, this is going to change the face of the radio show. Potentially the radio industry. Maybe. Uh, unfortunately, no, it's not, it's not correct. No. Uh, it was a Mustang. Dad, a, pers- a personal favourite <laughs> of yours. Oh, well, yes. I'm, I'm used to them going past, not mm. starting next to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, a game that sounds incredibly hard uh, turns out to be incredibly hard. I'm honestly <laughs> it's very. It's too hard, I agree. I'm yeah. impressed you got one from three. The Magnum was impressive. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. I'll, I'll scratch that idea, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your help, Dad. You guys have a good morning. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Nick, something incredibly un-Australian has happened to a man. I'm trying to think of going through my head the most un-Australian things. Mm. As uh, has he done? Has a kangaroo assaulted him? <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty un-Australian. Obviously, humans and kangaroos famous friends in Australia. Yeah. Uh, but no, he was denied on his 18th birthday. He was denied a beer. On his 18th birthday, the actual day. Tell me this isn't one of those fancy, uh, fancy pubs that just sells, you know, ciders. Is that a thing? They would be. There's a, there's, I don't think there's any pubs that don't sell any beer. I mean, they just sell ciders. I bet you they would be, mate. Oh, it's, it's... I shudder to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a rite of passage in Australia on your 18th birthday to do something like that. Like, Did yeah. you do anything on your actual 18th birthday? Did you go buy, buy a lotto ticket or anything? I had my first legal beer. Oh, very exciting. I remember I went to buy beer from my local bottle and the guy didn't ask me for my ID. Yeah. And I went, oh, don't you have to ask me for ID? And he went, okay. And then he looked at it. He's like, wait, you're not 18. Oh, wait. Happy birthday. And I yeah. went, thank you. And it was the best moment of my life, Nick. Little birthday badge <laughs> on you. wearing a hat. You are blowing out some candles. But, but this boy, Cooper Allen's his name, he was denied that opportunity, that fun time, that, that right. Why? Okay, because... Because he was wearing, he had a mullet. Because he had a mullet. Why does that factor into this at okay, all? He, this is what happens. Cooper Allen having a he, he had a, a drink with his mum on his eighteenth birthday. Lovely. Classic. Yep. Then he decided to go to the pub. El Grotto was the name of the pub, oh. uh, and he was not let in the door because of his mullet. Should we? Can we like petition to shut this pub down? I think we definitely should. It's over in WA. Um, the 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 bouncer was like, "Look, mate." I know it's your 18th birthday. I'm paraphrasing here. He didn't actually say this. But this is what he's thinking. Yeah. I know it's your 18th birthday, but I don't care. I don't care about you because you've got stupid hair. Wow. Because he's got a mullet. It's a fantastic mullet as well. It's just absolutely beautiful. El Grotto El just Grotto. sounds like a real douchey pub, doesn't it? Mm. Well, you apparently know, too fancy for its own good. Give me the royal. Give me the criterion. Give me a heritage. Give me something with a classic name. That's a classic pub. Yeah, El Grotto, though. What's that? What's the deal with that? El Grosso. What I don't understand as well, because obviously this pub has a dress code, right? And apparently, like, by law, they're allowed to not let you win if you have a mullet, which I think is despicable. Our laws are broken. (laughs) We really need some reform. Yeah. Um, But they have a dress code, so they completely in the right. They're allowed to dismiss him. But the thing is, he was wearing thongs, too. They were like, yeah, but the thongs, they're fine. If he if he didn't have a mullet, but he was wearing thongs, would have been fine. Which awful. doesn't that doesn't that blows my mind. He could have shown up in a suit and tie. Yep. Top hat, monocle. Yep. Uh, you know, cash spilling out his pockets. Yeah. They would have seen the mullet, and they, <laughs> they would have said, said no. "Yeah, sorry, sorry, Cooper, you can't come into El Grotto." <laughs> I mean, I know we've got a lot of big issues on in the country at this moment. Mm. Coronavirus, Black Lives Matter is mm. an issue. Is it wrong to put this at the top of the list? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Right now, give us a call, 13 12 16. What are you claiming on tax? What did you buy? 
because you needed it for work. Wink. Yeah. Uh, we're coming up to tax time. A lot of people buying things that you look mm. you might not necessarily need, but it's a write-off. Yeah. Just got to write it off, Hato. Because you could potentially maybe use it for work at least one time. Yeah, there's something I'm clamming on tax as I get my, uh, my affairs in order to do my tax in a few weeks. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, it's something that cost way more money than it should have. I've used mm. it once. My girlfriend hates it. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be hard to justify, but I think I can manage it. Okay. What, what is it going to... What uh, is it? You remember how when we, we went on holidays to America over the break, mm. um, I bought cowboy boots? <laughs> <laughs> so she, yeah. And uh, I'm They're cla- like 600 bucks or something, weren't they? 400. Oh, sorry. So I'd love the My $600 apologies. ones. Like 400 American? Oh, yeah, I suppose you're right. 600 <laughs> Australian. Yeah, no, fair <laughs> enough. Maybe more. Yeah, I don't know, don't know about conversion. But yeah, I'm claiming mm. cowboy boots this year. <laughs> Why did you spend that's so much money on oh, cowboy boots? Forgot the conversion, mate. Okay, even still, you know, I was caught up in the moment. Sure. The sales, the salesman was really good. Yeah, when when a cowboy is selling you cowboy boots, yeah. you buy the boots. You listen to him. Yeah. He offered me a beer. It was a very lovely experience. Because I'm going to claim the cowboy boots. <laughs> how? What do you? How do you need them for work? Well, we're talking about them on air, aren't we? Is that Something? all it takes? I think so. <laughs> I'd love to talk about. <laughs> uh, but I've also worn them to work events. Well, I'm thinking about wearing them to work events. All right. Now, sometimes we have stuff at the Great Western, which admittedly is going to be hard to do now that it's closed. Mm. But I thought about it. Sure. It's going to, you know, we probably get, we get invited to radio sometimes. I'll just wear them to a radio. Okay. Well, all of a sudden it's work, it's work uniform. You can claim stuff on your work uniform, can't you? Sometimes, yeah. 13 tile 16. What'd you buy? Because you needed it for work. I needed these, Hato. Mm, last year, I managed to claim my TV on tax. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Should I, I buy a TV? Well, yeah, I reckon you can. Because I told the accountants, I'm like, well, I need to watch TV to keep, to keep up with what's going on. Yeah, to just, talk about it on the show. And yeah. they were like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, what? Okay, cool. So I got right, to claim mate. my TV on tax, which yes. is nice. I suppose if we want to talk about The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Mm, got to watch it, don't do. we? Yeah. Look, tax time, you get a bit dodgy. No, it's not dodgy. It's no, not you, dodgy. You might think about getting dodgy, but find a way to make it not dodgy. Yeah, this is all legit stuff. So what did you buy? Because you needed it for work. Yeah, Wink. Yeah. Uh, you're with Nick and Hato. Who do we have here? Cat. Cat, what did you buy? Because you needed it for work. Wink. A, Har- a Harley Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cat. You is... bought a Harley Davidson for work. All right. What, what do you do for a job? Um, well, at the time I was self-employed and I said it was my work vehicle. <laughs> oh, that's genius. Well done. How much, if, if you don't mind us asking, how much did you drop on the Harley Davidson? Um, just over 20000 oh, Yes, we love Cat. it. Did you manage to claim it successfully? Yeah, it was the instant asset write-off. Oh, and I got to push- <laughs> oh, we love to hear it, Cat. Very well done. But, and you do need that. You do need to be oh, able to yeah, get around. It. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could have bought a Mazda, but no, I chose to buy no. a Harley. Cat, you said you were self-employed. Do you mind us asking what sort of industry as well? Um, actually, I was working in Perth at the time as a pet sitter. So I used to just... <laughs> Cat! I just... You need to whack a dog on the back of that motorbike. Yeah. You know, you'd have to. You should have treated yourself to a sidecar as well while you're at it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Cat, thank you so much for the call. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Nick, an A-list celeb has been spotted hunkering down in Australia to escape coronavirus as a US celebrity. Wow. You say A-list, and, and a US A-lister is the biggest form of celeb. I'm talking cream of the crop right here. I'm talking the most famous you can get. Uh, and they are American? Yep. Is it a Justin Bieber? Close. I'd say dangerously close to a Justin Bieber, right. but better. 
Uh, who's he's that? the Justin Bieber of acting. <laughs> Interesting. So he's is he in that ballpark, that age bracket. I don't know. I'm talking about Zac Efron, of oh. course. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that is a good guess for me. Yep. Yeah, right. But, but you didn't guess it. <laughs> no, it's to say Justin Bieber. Though. He's the Justin Bieber of acting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, Zac Efron from High School Musical. He was in Baywatch. He's been in a million things. Uh, he's good at acting and he's very attractive, which means he's very successful. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been uh, spotted around Byron Bay. And apparently really? he's been here for months. People love uh, a good celebrity sighting. And yeah. Byron seems to be a hotspot for a lot of celebs. I think Hemsworth. Yeah, Hemsworth is in Byron. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth has his uh, like mega mansion there. I reckon he probably attracts a lot of people. Matt Damon is in Byron Bay a lot as well. Is he really? Reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Is he mates with Chris? I think so. Yeah, they are. They're probably all friends, aren't they? Yeah, hanging out in the red carpet, bumping elbows and stuff. Reasonably attractive, rich white men. Mm, mm. They're going to be mates. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently, yeah, apparently, because of course, if you think about it, we've had the borders closed for a while. So uh, Zach might have been here. Well, he should would have been here for a long time, months, hunkering down, months and months, and he's somehow managed to evade anyone noticing until now. Evade capture. Yeah, well, I suppose so. Probably not trying to catch him. Well, no one has captured him, so I guess he is a baby. Comically walking around with a large net. (laughs) Zach Patrol. Yeah, trying to bait him with some protein powder. Now, apparently he's been spotted around Byron, you know, eating at restaurants and cafes and stuff, going to the beach, all that kind of thing. I love love this insight into his everyday life. Mm. Like, I'd love to catch him. Have you got pictures of him at a restaurant? Like, what's he eating? Well, uh, here's the thing. There have been no pictures of him. (laughs) So, (laughs) all all these accounts are just... Secondhand, like, oh yeah, and I saw him. So far, there have been no pictures to surface of him and Byron Bay. This doesn't sound right, does it? It doesn't sound right, does it? I smell a bit of a rat. Because <laughs> everyone's yeah. saying Zach Efron's hunkering down in Byron Bay, but there's no photos of him. Not a single photo of him at the beach. Not a photo of him at a restaurant or a cafe. Weren't foreigners asked to return to their countries during at the start of this all as well? Yeah, we don't have to. Do you not? Oh, I assumed I it was that we. So. I thought it was sort of we're shepherding you out. You don't really have to do anything, really. You know, I think in terms of immigration, you probably do. Nah. <laughs> right, but there's no evidence. There is zero evidence. So how do we know it's real? We don't. <laughs> so I, I've got a theory that Zacharias is probably not here. It's just an attractive-looking man. Yeah, right. Well, it's either that. It's either uh, he's, a, he's an attractive-looking man that kind of looks like Zac Efron floating around, or everyone on Byron Bay is very respectful of Zac Efron's privacy. Which I can't imagine that's the case. No, I mean, I, I we've heard of the people in Byron. Mm. There's no way they're We, we know what they privacy. are. Yeah. We know, we know what Byron's known for. <laughs> that was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6 a.m. on his.